Greetings and welcome to the Real Estate Entrepreneur Podcast. I am your host, Pete Lorimer, former hit record producer and now host of the show Stay Here on Netflix and owner of LA's most creative boutique real estate firm, PLG Estates. On the podcast, you will always find business and real estate strategies, marketing techniques, and tips for the entrepreneur. So hit the big bloody subscribe button, would you? Uh, Give it a like, and also please share this podcast with someone else that might get value from it. So I wanted to actually take an opportunity to jump online to start discussing some questions that have been coming to me. So I kind of wanted to stay offline for a minute because out of respect for the COVID and what's going on, I've just kind of wanted to keep my face offline. The country as a whole has been dealing with such immense problems that my social media rants can wait. Well, I'm back. And I keep getting questions, so I'm going to be jumping on quite a lot over the coming weeks, seeing as we're all trapped indoors and going crazy. And I want to address some of the questions. And this question was sent to me by Kimberly, who's an agent here in Los Angeles. And she said to me, Pete, how do you stay motivated at a time like this with COVID going on? So I want to just kind of share some thoughts on how I stay motivated because I'm still working every single day. In fact, if anything, I'm working longer hours than I've worked in, in in a while because there's no drive time anymore. There is no drive time. I am simply in front of my computer all the time. So how does one stay motivated? Because when we watch the news, you know, this is it's, it's massive what's going on. It is absolutely massive. It's a catastrophe that's occurring. So how the hell do we stay motivated? So I just want to share a few tips with you as to stuff that I do. Okay, so number one is this. Sticking to a schedule is probably the best piece of advice I can give you. Even if you get nothing else from this rant right now, sticking to a schedule. I'm going to tell you a story. I've shared this before in my rants, but I want to give you this story that I learned when I was back in in school in Leeds from my lovely... English literature teacher, Mr. Parkin, who will never know how much he changed my life because I kind of ran away from that school and never went back. But although it's a great school. So what Mr. Parkin said to me when I was a young lad was he told me the story of a a very successful British writer that was probably famous around, you know, the 60s, 70s and maybe early 80s. Right. And he said this guy worked from home, as we're all doing right now. And he said what he did is every morning he woke up at 7.30 in the morning. This is back in, you know, 30, 40 years ago. And he would take a shower at the same time. He would make his breakfast at the same time. And then he would go into his uh, bedroom. He would put on a clean press white shirt, his black tie. And then he would walk into the other bedroom where his typewriter sat. And at the stroke of 10 o'clock every morning, his fingers would start typing. And he said, more days than any other days. He was clueless as to what was going to come out. He was clueless as to what words were going to come from his mind through his fingers onto the pages. Now, what this shows, and, and he ended up, and I wish I could remember the guy's name, he ended up being an incredibly successful playwright in the UK. Now, 
he has taught me a lesson without even knowing he taught me it, which is action will always outweigh thinking. I can never think my way into right action, but I can act my way into right thinking. So how do I stay motivated during COVID? I go through the same motions I go through every single day. I get up at five o'clock, I work out, I have my breakfast, I take a shower, I'm going to my office at home, which is this place, and then I start cranking. Now, naturally, our work has changed, right? We're not necessarily getting, well, well, we're not getting in the car, going and showing properties. But there are ways, for example, I just did a big PLG meeting where I showed this app called Loom, Loom, L-O-O-M, is an awesome app. If you're working with buyers, you can't get in, in California, we're not allowed to be face-to-face right now. So Loom puts one of those little, in the corner here, it puts right where my finger is, a little circle with your face. Imagine this is your desktop. Puts a little circle with your face right there, and you can select properties, and you can narrate the properties that you've picked for your clients. Oh, Mr. and Mrs. Jones, I picked 123 Green Street because you mentioned that you like a nice garden. And then I also picked this one because you said you didn't want any houses that were built before 1985. So I I picked this one because it was built in the 90s and blah, 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 blah. And you can narrate and have this little bubble in the corner of your screen that is your face narrating it, thus making it feel like you are there. Then naturally you would follow that back up with the email of the properties too. That is just one way. Staying motivated, really, there is no question about me staying motivated. Because if I don't stay motivated, I'm going to watch the news and I'm going to want to hide under a rock and I'm going to want to buy a bomb shelter from those real estate agents that sell survivalist real estate out in the desert in Arizona because it looks awful. Now, the news, I don't want to be a skeptic. The news, it's bad. But it's also being sensationalized, and I certainly do not mean to dilute what's going on. What's going on is awful, but I can either wallow in what's going on right now, or I can be health conscious first, and I can look after my family and my friends and, and all the folks that I work with and by, by not being around them. But what's next? What's next is I need to do this. I need to have face-to-face contact with my database. I refuse to let the negativity in. I'm not saying there isn't negativity there. I just won't let it in. Now, I'm going to give you a story about what happened back in in the early part of the 21st century. I was slinging houses from 2005 on, I think, maybe 2006. And this is what happened in 2008. Splat. The market went to shit. I was a new dad. My first child was born March 2008 and the market collapsed around the summer 2008. So I was in a new job and I had a new baby, a new career, a new wife. And I was like, oh shit, this is going to get real hairy. And I saw other agents in the office that I worked at who were getting completely freaked out as there was a market meltdown. We can all sense what's occurring. So we either stand back and cross our fingers or we adjust our mindset right now. Right now in Los Angeles, there are opportunities for buyers that haven't existed. They just have not existed. Now, I'm not trying to say that we should take advantage of someone else's bad situation. But if sellers are getting a little nervous, there might be the way to shave off a percent or two or three or five 
off of a price for your buyers. Remember, you have a fiduciary responsibility only to your buyers. If you're only representing the buyers, you don't have a fiduciary responsibility to the sellers. You have a moral one and you have a spiritual one, but that's up to you. So there are opportunities for buyers right now that don't exist. So I'm on the old Zoom and I'm on the old FaceTime and I'm hustling all the people that I know to not hustling. I'm advising all of the people that I know. Hey, you've been on the fence for a while. You're a lot of cash down. So then the recently increased rates don't really affect you as much. Let's go out and get you that house right now, because I believe that COVID is temporary. Now, if you're going to hold the house for a year to, to 10 years, you're going to ride the storm. If you want to flip it in three months, you shouldn't buy right now. That's my opinion. I believe that and I'm sticking to it. Also, in Los Angeles and in other cities, we've got mom and pop investors, right? Mom and pop investors who maybe want to buy a second single family residence as an investment property or a duplex or a, a fourplex. You know, there are opportunities now that haven't existed. Remember what we were all complaining about about two months ago? Oh, my God, there are so many buyers for every property. Well, there aren't now. There aren't. Now, again, I am not saying we go out and prey on people who are having misfortune. Absolutely not. We don't do that. But if a seller is very bearish on the market and a buyer is very bullish and you can save your buyer a few bucks, in my book, you've done a great job for your client. So how I stay motivated is, what else is there? If I'm not motivated, I'm a vegetable. So I stay motivated every single day and I look. This is something else to bear in mind, folks. As real estate agents, we never have any time. We never have time to do anything, right? There's never time, never time. Right now, I'm ramping up all of my marketing campaigns. Right now, I'm doing a ton of creative. Right now, I'm thinking about what videos I'm going to shoot. Right now, I'm thinking about what strategies I'm going to deploy in geographic areas. Not a minute of my day is wasted. And I'm taking endless meetings on Zoom. I'm speaking uh, to potential sellers. I'm not waiting for this to blow over. I don't wait. I'm not a waiting for it to blow over kind of guy. I'm a guy that remains in action, in positivity, focusing on the solution and not focusing on the negative. It's easy to focus on the negative. And if you have someone who has been affected by COVID, sincerely, my heart goes out to you. It really, really does. It is a thrashingly awful situation. But you know what, guys? I want to be one of those guys at the front that's focusing on the light. I don't want to focus on the darkness. I want to focus on the light. And those of us, let me go back to that story in 2008, and then I'm going to wrap up. When I pivoted my business in 2008, I stopped looking for people to buy houses and I started looking for investors, even though I didn't really know what I was doing. I managed to teach myself thanks to early YouTube and I managed to find investors and I managed to find mom and pop people who bought properties and are still my clients to this day. So I don't wait for the world to navigate me. I navigate me. The real estate industry is not going to navigate my career. I am going to navigate my career. I am going to act my way into right thinking and not think my way into right action. I don't know, guys. I just felt like I needed to get on. I've been off for a minute. I've been off and it's all pent up. I've got all these social media moments pent up inside. So... 
thanks for joining me, you guys. I've missed you all. I've got a whole gang load of subjects that I'm going to be going through. Let's face it, we're all trapped inside, so we may as well learn about our business. Love you guys. Keep coming back. Don't let the darkness in. Only let the light in. This is a mind game. All right? Lots of love, everyone. I'll speak to you later. Toodles. <laughs>